Welcome, all you sinners and sodomites. <laughs> this is Santa. <laughs> oh, man. To Bible stories for atheists. This intro doesn't make any sense now. Saint. Now is when I should say I'm Santa. <laughs> Saint Strobel. <laughs> you sound like a goat man. <laughs> no, I'm Santa. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. This is Ebenezer. <laughs> uh, I'm Josh. <laughs> I'm Linz. I'm Jill. And we are your guides to the wholesome horror stories, literally, mm. literarily littering the Bible. And film. And, and film. film. <laughs> yes. This is the holiday special for 2023. Our last holiday movie special was the Kurt Cameron classic. Saving Christmas. Saving Christmas, which was a Christmas themed movie. Yes. This year, not Christmas themed. Although I guess one Christ could argue themed? that anything Christ related is Christmas related. Yeah. I think but, my favorite Christmas movie is The Passion. No, I know what yours is <laughs> the Christian movie. What's the one that you like? The old Christian movie. Yeah, you like the, it's a Wonderful Life. No, that um, this joke is gonna fall flat. Sorry, no, no. it's not a joke. Oh, oh, no, you really do like it. <laughs> oh, you're talking. I know what you're talking. About. You're talking about the Willem Dafoe one. Willem Dafoe. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're talking about the Last Temptation. Not a Christian. Not movie. a Christian movie. Right. Oh, no. it's not. No. No. Okay. no. I've never seen it. Oh no. no. Shall I? You should. You should watch you it. You should totally watch it. Just, by the way, it's not a Christian movie. By the way, the other day I told you to watch the Righteous Gemstones. Don't watch it. No, and you then, didn't. Yeah. I think you told me not to. No, I told you to. Oh. And I'm now telling you not to. Oh, I thought because you told we me watched not an to. episode because oh. we watched an episode where they had this whole fight scene where one guy was just completely naked the entire time. So his dick's just wa- waving. I, I think about. even in the very first season they did one of those. I, they did something like that. Yeah. yeah. And I just I totally forgot about. It. Oh yeah. Because they were they all their like dicks were. Yeah. Which Run, you know, it's fine. It's nature. Yeah, except they're know. not. No, it's gross they nature. <laughs> they weren't like good-looking ones either. <laughs> no dicks are good-looking. Yeah, sometimes. What was I saying earlier? I, I can't remember what. Oh, oh, you said. Jill yeah. said a lot of Christian women would be like, if you go to church with me, I'll show you my tits. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> When, when like those women were trying to when when she was trying to get him to yeah, go to church yeah, yeah. and like I said a, like when I was at Cornerstone yeah. and I said that would never work on me if Josh was like I'll show you my dick if you, you go. go to church with me I'd be like I just that's okay. no, it's, it's fine good. you said that's okay I can never that's I can okay. never get her to do anything by offering to show her my dick no that's okay anything at all there's so many things she could do by just offering to show me boob <laughs> Just need a nipple and uh, I'll do That's a lot. That's not true. He's totally just used to seeing my boobs all the time. He's he's numb to them. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. As, as anybody would be in a happy marriage. Aww. So, yeah, we're taking apart this. The, the Case for Christ. The Case for Christ the, by Lee Strobel's. The Lee Strobel story. Yeah. So I will say it is not The Case for Christ as the written book. by Lee Strobel. It is The Case of for Christ, the story of, of how Lee Strobel yeah. and how he decided to make a case for Christ. How he right. decided to no longer be a journalist and become a pastor. Yep. Mm-hmm. So strap in and strap on for episode 65. I don't need your help, but thanks. Thanks. 
Testing, 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 okay. testing. Push it so more then towards I got your mom close. so she doesn't have to lean forward. <laughs> <laughs> Not that way. <laughs> you, can, you can reposition it like that. There we go. Yeah. Or I could just move my go. chair, I suppose. Yep. It's easier to move the microphone. Good. Yeah, that's where really. we keep it. That was, that was a Tony Oops. Beard hair. Yeah, it was Tony Beard hair. <laughs> the last person to use that. It probably, okay. it wasn't actually his beard hair. Don't be grossed out. No. It wasn't oh, actually. It okay. was his pube. <laughs> <laughs> he did put the microphone down his pants before yeah. he left. Oh my God. I'm Jody. <laughs> Listen to my balls slap against my legs. Oh my God. So I'm converted. Are you? Yeah. Wow, that's all it took? That's all it took. Yeah. You converted twice. Yeah. Because you converted to it and away from it. Right. And then, and then back. back to it. What? I converted to Christianity, back away from Christianity, yeah. and then back to Christianity. All in an hour when? and 53 minutes. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I thought Just you meant now. in my oh, life. You mean, oh, no. In your life, you only converted the other way. Yeah, because I was you born into in the, it. You meant in the movie. Right. It, that the movie converted you. <laughs> yeah, no. You know what's funny to me mm. is that. I'm not kidding you. I have tremendous respect for the lady that gave you the book. Oh yeah, the case for Christ. Yeah, love her, and she, and I, she's not. She's not even a goofy Christian. She's very sincere and normal, and she yeah. was a hippie before she was a Christian, and you know, she's just really a wonderful person. Yeah, and I like this was not the book itself, the case for Christianity. The movie was not case the for book. Christ. Yeah. Oh, the case for Christ. Yep. Yeah, was not the book itself. But I can't figure out why she would think that would be convincing. Yeah. Well, apparently it's convinced a lot of atheists. No, I, I don't think so. I bet it's convinced a lot of Christians. Maybe, you know, maybe To be not. more Christian? To be more Christian, yeah. I don't know. Let's look and see. Like, is it, there's got to be something that says, of course, how would you know? If what of was whether true. it has oh, led people to Christ. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. The website for the book might say it. Right. That right. it converted yeah. a lot of right. atheists. But we also read a story once where a person said they went into an intersection. They went into an intersection with a sign saying free hugs for atheists. Yeah. And so many atheists just came out of the woodwork for a hug and said what? they hadn't felt the touch of a human in years. Oh, you gotta be kidding and they became me. And a Christ- said this was it's, true? It was like verbatim like that. Yeah. And it's just bullshit. You know, That's it's obviously. Bullshit. Yeah. yeah. And who knows? It might have been posted as a joke on Christians, oh, that you right. know, too. Yeah, but um, you just can't tell with the internet. Yeah, right. You know, there's a few things I, and this is in no particular order. In or no anything. particular order. Um, <laughs> the Shroud of Turin. Oh boy, here we go. Oh, can ah. we talk about? Because so I'm a little fuzzy. Like I understand what the Shroud of Turin is. Yep. Like I know the historical context of what people say it is. I don't understand what the shroud is supposed like I get it's a face, but what is the face made of? Is that supposed to be blood? My understanding is yeah, blood and maybe dirt, you know, sweat and, and dirt. Okay. Have they done tests with cloths on actual humans to see if it does the same thing? Because he was apparently only dead for three days. Nope. Yeah, it the, doesn't seem like it would make that much of a mark in three right. days. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like a full face. Right. In three days. Yeah, Josh. I'm, I'm, I've got the Wikipedia page pulled up okay. here. Also known as the Holy Shroud is a linen cloth that bears the faint image 
uh, of the front and back of a man. It, Is there it, a dick print on the Shroud of Turin? Because if there's not a dick print, I'm sorry, it's not real. If it got all of the other parts of the body and left out the dick, how is that possible? Wait, what? I don't he's, see. he's covering his dick. Oh. His hands are, his hands are, you know. Can I see that picture? I'm no. sorry. Give me the <laughs> I see. Okay. Yeah. So his hands are covering his shame. Must not have needed to cover much. <laughs> In 1988, radiocarbon dating uh, by three different laboratories established the crowd. The shrouds linen material was produced between the years 1260 and 1390 to a 95% confidence level. Oh, and so that would be after Jesus's death. Well after, right? 12,000 years after. Yeah. Not 12,000, 1200. 1200 yeah. years. Yeah. yeah. I was like, Josh my, can't my count. brain had a hard time. <laughs> like I'm I sorry. Can't. I was Jesus, like, I can't up. count. Josh I'm, can't count. I'm sorry. I was using Scientology math. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So yeah. carbon dating proves that it was like, okay. Yeah. All right. And it's been disproven. For Did they not know that in 1980? I don't know. I mean, yeah, or... that was 1988. Okay. Because um, the movie see. that we watched takes place in 1980. I don't know. So it doesn't really matter, though, because it's not real. <laughs> and they should have known it wasn't real. Um, <laughs> also, like, here's the issue I had have overall with Shroud of Turin. It's like, yes, okay, that's the figure of someone. Why does it have to be Jesus? You know, like what says that that was mm-hmm. the tomb Jesus was like where where they pulled it out of? Where who says that's where Jesus was stored? Because you know? weren't weren't bodies stored like a whole bunch of them too? How do you know that was him? But also, like right, Jesus yeah. got up and left his tomb, so yeah. why wouldn't they just use it again? Use the shroud yeah. again for another no, the, person. Right, use the, the tomb, tomb again. So oh, even if it was again. the yeah. tomb that Jesus was in, and now it's empty, why wouldn't mm-hmm. you just throw another body in there? But yeah. th- but those tombs were not for just one body. They were right. they had tons of bodies in, or not tons, but yeah. they had a number of them stacked up. Right. And then stacked up yeah. four sides. Right. Four like wasn't it f- like four different directions? Like a dead it body was fort. Several. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, they did. They did branch off. Yeah, there's yeah. like branches within the tombs mm-hmm. and stuff like that. If you were wealthy enough to have a tomb, right. you know, Bart Ehrman has done great stuff on life. Yeah, that's where I saw it. Yeah. That's where I saw it. Yeah, we we were watching a, we a thing yeah. that Bart Ehrman did on the burial or or yeah. on the resurrection of Jesus and everything. In in my experience, a lot of the arguments, if you if you if you step into a, a philosophical debate with a Christian, inevitably it ends with, well, it's faith. Right. Because mm-hmm. you can throw a bunch of like what if scenarios at them. But at the end mm-hmm. of the day, it shouldn't matter because it's their faith. Yeah. So they're, you're right. They shouldn't need concrete proof. Cause even if you provide concrete proof, that shouldn't change your position. Right. And that kind of gets to my main issue with this movie slash book. I'm assuming the book, I'm, I'm assuming they put the best stuff of the book in the movie. My main issue with this is that. It seems to be trying to say that if you choose to believe in it, that's fine. You know what I mean? Like, kind of like how you and I, my mom, mm-hmm. talking to my mom here. Yep. Kind of like how you and I have talked about it many times. Like, you know, it's one thing if you just go into Christianity mm-hmm. open-minded to the fact that, like, yeah, I don't have any necessarily good reason for right. believing it's, it's true faith. or yep. something, but you're taking it on faith. Yep. What 
the book and this movie mm-hmm. tends to do mm-hmm. though, like just by the very nature of calling it the case for Christ and everything is to try and provide Christians with this feeling that they do have concrete evidence right. for it, mm-hmm. even though that's not what they're trying to. So they're trying to have both at the same time where yeah. like they can just say like, Oh, you know, if you choose to believe in it and everything, but also have here's that proof. like here's proof for it all being true, you know. Because the Bible says that God wants you to come to him in faith. That if you don't have faith, right. You can't. What's the point of faith if right. you have evidence and fact? Right. So the case for Christ is about Lee Strobel. Strobel. Um, who was a man in the eighties. Uh he was born before the eighties. Uh, but he was a man also in the 80s, 1980 specifically. Um, <laughs> Chicago is, Tribune is when this movie takes place. He was so a man in Chicago he, he, in 1980. He, wrote, he was a reporter in, in the 80s in Chicago <laughs> and seemingly a very good reporter. Uh, uh, they give you, like, at the top of the movie, like, oh, he brought down one of the car companies, the whatever one it was that made Pintos. Right. Ford. Yeah. yeah. Um, because they were hiding engine fires or something like that. Right. That was happening. It is my distinct pleasure to honor one of our own for his nationally acclaimed Ford Pinto investigative series. Lee, your work has given justice to families across the country and peeled back a corporate cover up. So I present you with the Lenny Small Memorial Award for Community Service Journalism. And congratulations on your promotion. To legal affairs editor. And he wrote a book. Yeah. So yeah. they set him up as like this this wonderkind, right? Yeah. Um, Who nobody really liked. Thing. My new book. Just pick these up from the mailroom. When'd you be the first to see it? Hmm. Yeah, there's cop shooting this weekend. Inglewood. Officer survives. See what you can get me on the shooter. James Hicks. No, that's copy. I'm legal affairs now. Why don't you give that to Monroe? Now, you may be a golden boy to the suits upstairs, but to me, you're still just a beat reporter here. And they go out for dinner, him and his wife, his pregnant wife and his daughter. Mm -hmm. And the daughter gets a gumball and chokes on it. Mm Mm-hmm. Sweetie. Allie, what is it, baby? Are you choking? I think she's choking. Allie, come on, call. Hey, sweetie, just breathe on me, okay? Allie. Is everybody please, please just please, give her, please, give her some And please. apparently in 1980, nobody knew how to do the Heimlich maneuver. <laughs> nope. So the kid was going to die, likely, except a nurse was there. Mm-hmm. And the nurse knew how to do the, the thing to get the gumball out of the ch- dying child. Because she was Christian. Um, and, and because she was a nurse. <laughs> because yeah. she was a nurse. <laughs> yeah. And... Um, Come on. Come on, Callie. Call for me. Please. Call, honey. Can you do that? Cough, baby. Cough, baby. Okay. You don't have to thank me. I'm a nurse at Mercy Hospital. She's going to be fine now. Saves the child and then says... Well, it's not luck. It's Jesus. My husband and I went our way to another restaurant tonight. Something told me I need to be here. And that interaction with this nurse... Mm-hmm. makes the wife healthy, question healthy her atheism mm-hmm. and eventually converts her to Christianity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so her husband, who's still an atheist at this time, decides that he hates that his wife has decided to become a Christian so much 
that he's going to go through the petty task of proving her wrong because it's so important to him that she remain an atheist that he's going to abandon his family in the in the pursuit of truth and prove to her that God's not real. You know, the kind of thing an atheist would do. Kane, let me ask you something. Uh, you're into all this God nonsense. Wow, you sure know how to term a source. <laughs> a bunch of Bible thumpers got to Leslie. Um, I'm afraid she joined your cult. So if somebody, somebody wanted to do an investigation into Christianity. Oh, like a hit piece. Well, I, you know, if that's where the evidence leads. <laughs> Seems to me you got yourself a catch-22. What's that? Let's say you debunk Christianity. How's Leslie going to live with the man who destroyed the very thing that now gives her life meaning? No, because I should be the thing. And then what if Leslie's right? And you prove your theory of science and reason wrong. How are you going to live with yourself? I'm willing to take that chance. Okay. You're a journalist. Check it out. When would you start? Unless you want to do two years of seminary, I'd say go straight for the jugular. The entire Christian faith hinges on the resurrection of Jesus. If it didn't happen, it's a house of cards. He's reduced to a misunderstood rabbi. At best, at worst, he's a lunatic who was martyred. For a guy who thinks I'm trying to assassinate Christianity, you sure you want to hand me that gun? I'm pretty sure you're not going to be able to pull the trigger. Keeps talking to a bunch of experts on the, in their various the, the, fields. There was that pause there was Lindsay throwing up the quotes. quotes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, experts in their fields. Oh, no, because you, you can't prove it or disprove it. Right. I don't understand that. But he seems to think that yeah. there was total well, proof And a lot of it. these experts also believe that you can disprove or prove it. Hmm. Right. So, so he Maybe does. Maybe it's us. Maybe we're just not smart enough. Yeah, that's probably it. I mean, it. definitely. But um, he, so he goes through the... Uh, this is a very brief summary, but he yeah. goes Not through, so far, Lens. <laughs> well, the movie was almost two hours, so that right. is great. Um, so he goes through the task of talking to all of these different experts and comes to the realization that he can't disprove it, so therefore it must be real, mm, and therefore... Yeah. Hi, God, it's me, Lee. Lee. Stroke. <laughs> it's me, Lee. Please um, forgive me. All right, God. You win. Intermixed into this is the subplot of the fact that he was a terrible journalist and got yeah. this guy put in jail who almost got killed. Right. Turns out he didn't do it. Yeah. Uh, well, I thought my I thought that they kind of came down hard on Lee Strobel on that one. Yeah. And I thought like, well, how in the heck were they, was he supposed to know yeah. that? Well, he was clearly distracted, though, while he was doing this investigation. I guess, oh, that's true. Yeah. The pen was a gun. But, uh, but, like, they don't, like, it really was weird. Yeah. It, it was a really weird like, force thing where, like, Why didn't they blame the down, detectives instead yeah. of the journalists? Yeah, it comes down to, like, figuring, like, finding out that, oh, the cop who said that he got shot by this guy actually had a pen in yeah. his pocket mm -hmm. that had a bullet in it because See, it was a pen gun. But what they did, what of. they yeah. did is they showed that he did figure it out. Yeah. Before he just wasn't trying. Right. He could have figured it out. He could have. Ah, before the, cops, the trial. The, but the, the fact that the, the cops, cops were covering it up, yeah. Josh. I know. It's just It insane. was Chicago but, in the but, 80s but, and it was a black guy on trial. I get that. And a That's cop that totally got fair. shot. 100% the cops were I covering totally it up. I get that. <laughs> 
I'm not on the cop's side. <laughs> and all the cops were white. And I'm thinking, I think there's a lot of black cops. Also, but but it's not a me. fucking pen gun. Yeah. yeah. Like, why are you? Why, the whole thing. The whole thing of it rests on them being sure. pissed off. He didn't notice that the gun that the, the pen, pen was a, was a gun. gun. Right. You know. And well, was, I think it was. I think it was less that, more like the trajectory of the in the wound and the bullet. Yeah. Right. How the spleen. it how where it came into his body. Right. That sort of stuff. Yeah. Like not believing the black guy when he said he didn't do it. Yeah. That if, sort of thing. If that's what it was, they could have done a better job of showing. Well, that. it's not that's, because that's it not sure what the seemed. About. It sure. I agree. I don't know why <laughs> it was in there at all. <laughs> It was almost like they had nothing else to talk about. <laughs> almost. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. It is something that happened to be happening at the same time he was yeah. doing the... And, you know, he didn't apologize to the the black guy um, until after he had, like, gone through his little religious journey. And I think he had decided that God was a, a thing. And yeah. then was like, oh, and also this was my fault. Like being open to but the atheists idea, don't apologize. Being open to the, only Christians apologize. Yeah, <laughs> I find that. And all Christians apologize. All of them do. Yeah, that's how you know Trump is a real Christian. It, it it almost seemed to me like the idea of it was that because he had done all this investigative work into Christianity, had opened his heart to the idea that he was mistaken. Mm. So if he was mistaken about God, he was mistaken about this other thing too. Ah, uh, I think it was just to show that Christians aren't racist, but um, that's the impression I got. So this, this, let's start with the fact that Lee was such a shitty dude, horrible throughout this whole thing. Such a fucking dick. So this, <laughs> and we talked about this a little bit while we were watching it. There are a lot of Christian movies out there, propaganda movies out there, um, like God's Not Dead, which yeah. my mom and I saw together in the theater. Um, <laughs> God's Not Dead, one, yeah. two, that's three, the one four. with um, because my mom thought it would Hercules? convert me. Yes, it had Hercules in it. Yes, in that movie, as well as a bunch of other Christian propaganda movies, they always make the atheists look like assholes sure. who you know need Jesus right in order to be happy and content and to be in nice. life and Even to, to be, be nice. nice. Yeah, to be a good person. Yeah, and everything. Um, it's interesting to me though that in this case. Lee is making himself that guy yeah. where like mm -hmm. he is his own straw man, you know, right. like he's constantly asking all of the wrong questions. That is where I found my true comfort because I know that I'm going to see my wife again someday. And forgive me, but as a man who, who claims to value hard evidence, don't you find that that sort of, um, hopeful thinking weakens your argument. I mean, it was just so fucking annoying throughout the whole thing where it's like, that's not the question, right question. to ask yeah. why. Like it, it was yeah. really bad. Like towards the hour and a half mark yeah. when he's going down this whole thing of like, uh, you know, the only thing is that like Jesus obviously didn't really die then. So my line of attack is this. The reason the eyewitnesses were able to see Jesus after Golgotha is because he never died on the cross. Because if he doesn't die, there's no resurrection, yes? That's right. So so whether or not Jesus himself or uh, or someone else took him off of the cross early, or if he fakes his own death, it doesn't matter. It completely discounts every aspect of the resurrection. Right, the swoon theory. 
Yeah, but he passed out. He didn't die. I'm afraid there's a long line of skeptics in front of you with that hypothesis. How are you all the way? You've gone off the map now. Right. You know, like you. Well, also, like, how is that sense. not the obvious first argument that most people make when trying to like dispute the resurrection? Is that well, obviously, maybe he just didn't die. Like maybe he just passed out. They pulled him down off the cross. They stuck him in the tomb. And then like three days later, he came out of his little coma or whatever he right. was in and was like, oh, hey, guys, I'm not dead. Or or obviously the that all those uh, the the testimonies of people that uh, si- said they saw him after he died. None of that's real. If you yeah. were doing proper research, how would you not know that that was something that literally everyone asked? That's like the first thing yeah. they ask. It's the first thing. If yeah. you're an atheist trying to argue that Jesus wasn't real or that the resurrection wasn't real, the very first baby atheists yeah. say maybe Jesus didn't actually die. Maybe, maybe they pulled him down too Honestly, soon. Honestly, I never thought of it until this movie. Oh. I didn't either. No. Really? Yeah. That was yeah. literally like I never thought of in it. In my mm-hmm. teenage years when I was first like, I don't miss like, That's interesting. Shit is mm-hmm. bullshit. Yeah. I was like one like, of my very first thoughts was like, that? how do they know he was actually dead? Yeah. Like, no. did somebody like come and take his pulse and declare him dead? Right. Like, maybe he just wasn't fucking dead yet. Right. And then he was in like a little coma and then got up and walked away. I didn't know yeah. anything about the story. Yeah. At all. But like in my head, to me, that seemed like the reasonable place to start is like maybe he just didn't die, you know? Yeah, it's interesting because I never thought that. I I always just figured, you know, he did die and or well, really, for a long time, I thought Jesus didn't exist at all. Now I think he did exist. He died and, you know, he got thrown into a mass grave like they did with most of the, the people, despite the fact they said that there's no evidence for that in this movie. There is. That's absolutely what happened. They would throw pe- pe- people's mm-hmm. bodies in mass graves. Um, what about Josh? Do you think, though, that he was crucified? Yeah. Oh, OK. I, I mean, they, well, they, it was the it Romans was, for sure. Yeah, it was a common practice back then. So, yeah. But you think Jesus himself was There's no reason okay. to think he wasn't. Okay. I think there's a lot of reason to think he didn't raise from the dead, though. Like the fact that nobody else we've ever known of <laughs> have ra- raised Since from the then. dead. Yeah. So that's like where it kind of breaks down. Right? The guy seemed to base a lot of his argument around that five thousand three hundred eighty four Copies of the manuscript were fo- were found. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. To date, archaeologists have recovered five thousand eight hundred forty-three Greek New Testament manuscripts. That's four times as many as the Iliad. Really? Now I don't see where that makes it true. Right. Now, and I still the, the sheer quantity of it. I know, like, but because, why because does that not include to- Lindsay? Tell them what. Being a comic book person, like kind of this is how I relate things in my brain. So in the late 90s, Superman died and they published The Death of Superman. Mm -hmm. And to this day, anybody who like really doesn't know much about comics who runs into a Death of Superman comic is like, oh my God, it's The Death of Superman. This must be worth so much money. I can't believe they're selling it for $5 at this garage sale. (laughs) This has got to be worth that. No, it's not. There were millions of copies of this comic book. Mm -hmm. I hate to break it to you. It is, you might as well just wipe your ass with it. (laughs) And if, those all get thrown away in the in the landfill yeah. and a thousand years from now, 
a bunch of people dig up individual copies of The Death of Superman, someone's going to be like, this book is very important. There's mm-hmm. so many copies of it. Yeah. The Superman guy, what a god. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can't believe like, that he, he died. He can do a lot more than he Jesus. He died and came back to life yeah. because he did. Yeah. <laughs> right. For us. For us. <laughs> it's true. And just because somebody found mm-hmm. a thousand copies of it doesn't mean... Superman's real. Superman's real. Yeah. We know right now it's yeah. he's not. Yeah. But in the 2000 years, will People? they? I mean, they will probably. That's really good thinking. But it's a good ex- it just means they printed a lot of fucking copies of and that. And you know book. what? And, and in 2000 years, the lizard person who's investigating this will ask, why did Jesus, why did Jesus, why did, why did Superman die? And somebody will say love, love. But why would he do it? Why, why allow himself to be killed? If, if he really is the, the son of God, why not use his power to defend himself? The answer to that is what got me out of the dirt and into the church. It's really very simple. Love. Mm -hmm. Love. Oh, <laughs> somewhere in the United States, there's a landfill full of copies of the Atari game E.T. <laughs> <laughs> and that doesn't mean it was important. It no. means it was really bad. Right. And they dumped them <laughs> all in a landfill. Yeah. So let's not maybe give us a lot of weight to finding a lot of trash from 2000 years ago. Yeah. Well, that's what bothered me about the movie was and it didn't change my viewpoint whatsoever mm-hmm. but it presented zero case right to me and i but i'm surprised you were Christians, yeah i would have liked it yeah you know but to to provide some kind of um back me up a little bit right yeah but i hear so many christians saying Oh, this is the, this is the book you're supposed to give people. Yeah, that presents the case for Christ. Right. It. I don't see that. Yeah. It seems to me like Lee was an atheist out of spite. Like maybe his parents were religious. He didn't get along with, and they kind of try to make this point, like at some point in the movie, that like because he didn't have a strong father figure that they he was did connected make, they to. Kind of make the point. The, they made a big point. Yeah. yeah. The the agnostic psychologist. Right. Pointed out that a lot of um, Faye Dunaway, a lot of atheists, famous atheists, had poor relationships with their father. Yeah, and to me, what it seems like Lee was like is like he was an atheist, kind of out of like rebellion or spite, Mm -hmm. and that's not a reason for a belief. You don't become Christian for that reason. You don't become atheist for that reason. You become either one because of your your own personal beliefs that you've come to. So. To me, it, it makes sense that he would be swayed by a lack of evidence for atheism mm-hmm. because he didn't have a solid base for his atheism other than like he just didn't want to believe in God. Right. Yeah. You know for what some I mean? Reason. P- I think people who don't come to their beliefs, whether it is Christianity or atheism or any other religion, yeah. out of their own self-reflection mm-hmm. and like personal investigation into what they really believe that 
is really easy to tear apart. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So his atheism to me seemed like not something he came to because of rational thought or anything that he learned or anything like clearly not because then he did all of this investigative work. And I don't think anything he learned proved that Christianity was or that Jesus was real real or any of that happened because of the lack of proof. He was like, Oh, so I, now I'm a Christian. It all hinged on the resurrection, which is a real bummer because like, there's no question of, well, why believe in any deity first does a deity exist any deity or is there proof that one yeah is there any sort of evidence that points to Mm -hmm. there being a deity in this universe Mm -hmm. you know and then let's go from there like to figure out which deity it is you know and all that kind of stuff but we were even saying like when when his daughter was choking and everything and it was like oh god sent this lady to this restaurant Mm -hmm. and everything it's like yeah but why didn't god send them to a restaurant that didn't have gumballs, gumballs. you know? Right. <laughs> or why did, why in that moment did God save that child? But like probably <gasps> yes. hundreds of other children died. Right. Exactly. Yeah. A lot, a lot of kids have died of fucking no good reason whatsoever. A lot of kids were dying right at that moment. At that they moment. They are at this moment. And, yep. Let's be downers here. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. No, Let's be downers, though. Deb. And and we don't get any answers like that. And Christians don't get any, have any answers to give around that kind right. of stuff. Unless I'm wrong. Um, <laughs> but I don't think so. And it's like, I just, I, I wish more people were just honest about like, yeah, yeah. we don't know. We're just choosing mm-hmm. to believe. And if yeah. that's the case, that's fine. And that but is fine. It, it is, is fine. And th- but you don't yeah. have any excuse to feel superior to yeah. other people with that. Yeah. Whereas if you think you like have you evidence. Have facts. It's that's what bugs you, me. It's like, yeah. okay, you know, I love it if that Christians take it on faith. I yeah. love it that I take it on faith. That I can say these experiences have happened to me that I don't question. Like right. to me, it's like, I don't question these experiences have been real you know, even in the last couple of weeks, the thing, you know, things that have happened that are just, to me, I, I just can't question how amazing they are mm-hmm. that have happened. But that doesn't mean that I've got any facts to back it up. So don't pretend like there are. Right. Yeah. Because this movie, The Case for Christ, didn't show any facts that backed it up. Right. And neither does God's Not Dead 1, 2, 3, or 5. Right. Four though. Four though. Four, Four was, was the one. Good. Four was the one. Yeah. I think I think books like this are dangerous to Christians. Yes. I think and I think the reason why they are dangerous to like, Christians. Oh good. No, we finally have faith. Or um reason. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And like if if you're a Christian and you're trying to be a Christian in this world, I get that there's a part of it that is supposed to be proselytizing and, and giving people the message. But if you are putting your energy and your effort into basically trying to prove me wrong, like that's not going to work on me. Like you coming, a Christian Christian coming at me with like, you're wrong. Here's the proof. And then handing me this book is just going to make me more atheist. That's that's the thing. (laughs) But that's the thing. But, but but it makes what I want to make sure we're that. clear about, though, yeah. is that, like, if they did have evidence, if they had real evidence of a deity, of Jesus being mm-hmm. real, of or, like, really having raised from the dead and stuff like that, 
great. Bring the evidence. Let's take a look yeah. at it. We're all for it. I think the problem that, is, yeah. is that a lot of people do think that there is evidence, right? Mm-hmm. Because, And this is where, in my opinion, faith becomes dangerous because there is a difference to me between faith and God and faith in your beliefs and faith that like this thing is real. Mm-hmm. That is not real. And and I and that sounds weird to say because I also don't believe God is real. But to me, the idea of having faith in a God makes sense more than you can't prove that Jesus wasn't resurrected means that he was. Yeah. Is a is is a, a huge leap. It's a yeah. huge leap of faith. It's right. to me that's more of a leap of faith. It's more of a miracle. Yeah. Yeah. than Jesus being resurrected, as well, they said in the movie. Yeah. No, that thing that they said. <laughs> we're, about we're, the 500 the mass delusion yeah. is more of a miracle right. than Jesus so being resurrected. Let's talk yeah. about that editor, Josh, here. This 500 witnesses thing is a pretty big part of the movie, and I wanted to make sure we addressed it properly. Here's a clip from Paula Gia's YouTube video on the Case for Christ movie talking about this point. The resurrection narrative is more legend than it is history. Really? Not according to historical records. Well, that depends entirely on your definition of historical records, doesn't it? If you mean the Bible, then that's exactly what I believe the Gospels to be. Someone writing down what decades of growing legendary oral tradition have come to be. Did you know that we have a report of the resurrection with specific eyewitnesses that dates all the way back within months of the resurrection itself? Movie Gary is referring to a portion of the start of 1 Corinthians 15. Here, movie Gary is being true to real-life Gary, in that when having a casual conversation about this passage, he'll characterize it as months, but in his scholarly written work, where he'll be fact-checked, he stays that claim at years. Now frankly, it doesn't matter to me if this creed began circulating a week after Jesus died. That doesn't tell us anything about whether it accurately represents true events. That source also adds that 500 separate people saw Jesus at the same time. Oh, do we have reports from 500 separate people that they saw Jesus? No. Do we have reports of even one person who says they were part of 500 people who saw Jesus? No. Do we have someone quoting a meme from 20 years earlier, which claims that 500 people saw Jesus? Yes, that's all we have. If Movie Lee thought these accounts were legends just 10 seconds ago, I don't know why Movie Gary merely repeating the legendary claim in a hallway would change his mind. It shouldn't. Another big thing, and you were kind of hitting on this, I think, was it takes faith either way. They kept kind of coming to that at the end, that it takes faith to believe in Jesus, yeah. but it also takes faith to not. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't take faith to not believe in Jesus. <laughs> that, that kept bugging me the whole time they kept saying like, oh, well, you need to have faith either way as almost, almost as if it's the same thing. And it's not when, you know, like I don't take it on faith that God doesn't exist. It's that I don't have any good evidence, good reason to think he does. So why would I, you know, and that's, I think people who say that that were atheists are actually agnostic. Yeah. But that's the same Mm -hmm. thing. There's no atheists. There are no atheists out there in, you know, I'm sure you can find some crazy to to go against this, but um, there's no atheists really out there who say like, no, we definitely know there is no God, you right. know, ever it's, it's because nobody does semantic, nobody knows, you that. know, 
my point is it's not about faith. Right. Like to, atheism is not about faith. And this movie kept making it seem like it. And it went completely unaddressed that mm-hmm. like, actually no recognizing that there is all these different gods out there that humanity has believed in and recognizing we don't have any good reason to believe in any of them, let alone one specific one that doesn't require faith. Yeah. I, I'm open to yeah. show me some proof, show me some yeah. proof and stuff like that. But you're the one taking it on faith that it's specifically yeah. this one. They also, by the way, it pissed me off that they never went into the Old Testament at all. Oh, they always talk about the New Testament. They only talk about they the New Testament. They specifically call out the New Testament. Yeah. Yeah. And it, New Testament professors. And the Old Testament is where, uh, you know, a ton of problems are. It, it None of Christianity works without it. Right. The movie was not, and him writing the book and everything, was not a case for the Bible being true. Right. It was a case for Christ. So, of course, it's going to be New Testament. Yeah, I I get that. But but if the old, if he does, if the Old Testament is demonstrably not real, then there is no Jesus. Jesus Mm. doesn't have any authority to be. Jesus came saying he was from that. Yep. He was Isaiah's prophecy fulfilled or whatever. Yeah. All those prophecies fulfilled. The entire idea of it is that it's a continuation of Judaism. And so if Judaism is demonstrably false, Mm -hmm. you know, the basis for it, the, with the Bible and everything is demonstrably false, then there's no point of even debating about Jesus, you know? Um, so that's, that's what I was getting at with this is it's disappointing that they didn't talk about the old Testament at all, because there's a lot of problems with the old Testament. Anyway, um, you were, so you were talking about a a belief in any God. And I think one of the things that I struggle with, with Christians and a lot of religions is, is the belief in the one God and that no other gods are real. And there's this Ricky Gervais had this show and I don't remember which one it was from, but he has this, I think it was the, the the chick who plays Crunk or does has that Crunk character, like the Crunk on. Yeah, Crunk on Earth. Yeah. yeah. Um, she's talking to him about something and she brings up Jesus and, and God and, and how she can't believe he's an atheist. And he goes, so do you believe in like Shiva? And, and it starts naming all these. And she's like, no. And he goes, okay, so you know how you don't believe in any of those other oh. gods? Yeah. And she's like, yeah. He's like, I believe in yours the same way you believe in theirs. Yeah. Which is not at all. Hmm. Right. Um, And I find religion to be circumstantial to where you were born. Okay. So Jill, if you were born in India, would you be Hindu? Because it seems to me just circumstantial based on where you happen to be born. People who believe in Islam believe just can not, uh, you know, everybody's different, but people who believe in Islam, there are people who believe in Islam just as much as, just as devoutly as yeah. people who believe in Christianity. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. Belie- so, believing in it doesn't. When, when, it when I see things like this, mm-hmm. this, this case for Christ, it's like, okay, you haven't done anything to me though. Right. You haven't really proven anything because you, to me, you have to disprove all of these other things as well as prove your own. So mm. there's like a lot of work that needs to be done if you're going to tell me that this is the one God I have to believe in. For something that was supposed to be very evidential, evidentiary based, I guess, um, evidence based, mm-hmm. it was very emotional based. It was. Yeah. Did you ever, um, also how easily 
the woman came to Christianity. His wife. His, Leslie. Yeah. yeah. Um, for being an atheist. Now, yeah. I came to Christianity pretty much that easily too, but I, was n- I wasn't an atheist to begin with. Right, you came from the witnesses. Yeah, yeah. and so which one would can well they consider themselves as Christians? Christians. Yeah, they think yeah. they're the only Christians. Yep, which is crazy because they don't believe in Jesus Christ. Yeah, they do. They do. They, they just don't think just he's God. Think, yeah, they just don't. They think he was the Archangel Michael. I see. Yep. But they, but he still like he died for their sins and stuff like that. Oh, whereas, okay. yeah, whereas like Islam and stuff like that, they they don't believe he died for their sins and right. stuff like that in Judaism. They just believe he was a prophet like Muhammad. Right, yeah. yeah. I and, told you about like all those conversations I had over the, the few weeks before my dad died with him on all of the, like I was, I, I was amazed when he started to give me the facts, the case for, for Jehovah's Witnesses okay. kind of thing. They started proselytizing yep. to you. Yeah. How flawed his thinking was it was just i couldn't believe that he gets other people to believe it or i couldn't believe also that he never looked took tore it apart himself right because it was so flawed so he was trying to explain to you why the witnesses were more only more correct than like mainstream christianity the only right that's what he was trying to yeah and so and the the funniest thing about you was when he said, um, I tried to explain to him how you're an atheist, Lindsay's an atheist, Justin is, Tracy's Catholic, Mitch is Jehovah's Witness, I'm a Christian, and everybody treats each other with respect. Mm-hmm. And what he took from that is he said, how could Josh be an atheist? He's, how could he believe in evolution? Yeah. And yeah. I go, Dan, evolution? Like Christians believe in you know evolution. And he said, he goes, um, he said, no. When I was in high school, I wrote a paper on Darwinism. Yeah, like yeah. a death that was seventy five years ago. I know. And like, most you don't people, think anything's changed since then? Most people have stopped publishing that letter to right. that, that, or the, <laughs> that, paper <laughs> that paper that he you know? hand wrote. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I was so surprised that that was his argument and he's considered a pretty smart Jehovah's witness. Yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> he's like respected. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's, it's interesting to me how surprised you are that it was well, because not just, not just with yeah. him. Yeah. Like with him, that's I, but like you were surprised about Lee Strobel's in this, mm-hmm. like that it was, so weak with the answers mm-hmm. and everything you were surprised with mm-hmm. God's not dead. Yeah. You're, you know, there's been a lot of times where mm-hmm. you get where we've, we, it's like, mm-hmm. Oh, this is going to be the thing, you know? Yeah. And then it doesn't not like, lately, d- does it but... feel like, d- do you ever like, I don't know, like, does it seem like it, it's a trend? Like uh, to reexamine it, not, not necessarily for yourself, but like maybe like the men who believe in this stuff just aren't worth listening to. You know, um, yeah. yeah, yeah, because well, all of the whole experience, including um, this Lily Strobel, which that's just relatively new, but especially mm-hmm. hearing how ineffective my dad's arguments were, made me think, why did I put so much stock in all the pastors I've listened to yeah. over the years? 
I like, and did I put more stock in the male pastors than the female pastors? Mm. And why? I don't know. Just those those things I questioned more, you know, because but it, but it was also very helpful because then I I thought it makes more sense for me to just be a critical thinker myself. Yeah. Like I felt like in the last month is the first time I could understand what critical thinking is. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I know, but it's kind of sad because I'm super old. Yeah. I don't think, and but I also don't think that like you haven't used critical thinking up until this point. I kind of feel like I, I feel like I, like I, there's a lot of ways that I just have not thought arguments all the way through that it seems like I could have saved myself so much time and mm. um, frustration. Right. Well, it's never too late to learn. And I know, but it's, it's kind of, kind of makes me, it just kind of pisses me off. Like you felt about what a waste of time all of this was with my dad when yeah. all of a sudden he's right at the end, it was okay for him to be nice to me, mm-hmm. you know, because that, he needed you. it's like, well, what is, why is it? Oh, by the way, I did want to correct this. Cause you said this on your episode last week or the, the re-release. Before, yeah. The re-release. Um, holy sheet. Holy was very sheet. good. Yeah. Um, is that my mom didn't leave because she didn't leave the Jehovah's Witnesses because she didn't want anybody telling her not to speak to her kids. Okay. She actually examined the beliefs. Like she went, she had a group of people that she. Oh, that's funny. Because she always said to me that. Yeah, it was, of course she's going to say that. But that might. She it makes might her sound been, like a good mom. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Because okay. so, what so Josh she said last week yeah. was that she said, nobody's going to let tell Say me I can't. I can't talk to my kids. Right. Like she's a great mother or something, right. which she was not. No. So um, it really would have stood out as like the one weirdly yeah, maternal, maternal thing, thing yeah. to do. Yeah. But really, I mean, she w- went through a couple of years of really good study that you would have enjoyed. Okay. You know, yeah. this kind of study. They, they started with a book that was called Crisis of Conscience, which I told you about, or I may yep. have even given it to you. Yeah. He was writing the for Jehovah's Witnesses on the book of James mm-hmm. in the Bible. And he thought, wait a minute, you know, as he was discovering that stuff and it all started to unravel for him. And he left the Jehovah's Witnesses through study, like right. through, and that was what my mom did. Like she started with Crisis of Conscience and then, there was a group of them that all left the witnesses at the same time okay. that were all friends okay. and they studied it out and then I they gotcha. would go into Bible. So you would have found it fascinating, but not, think, not at the time because you were heard, three or four. But, yeah. But. Yeah. That sounds boring. Yeah. Um, the, uh, I think I remember hearing something about the, like, I think somebody because of the, our, our show had mentioned there being a whole thing with Jehovah's witnesses around like, I can't remember exactly. It was like something to do with when the end times were supposed to happen yeah. or something like that. And the how their math didn't work out yep. right. And like, because of that, therefore, a bunch of people have left and realized that it mm. wasn't real. I but know, it seems like it would have been because of the molestations and stuff. Yeah. But the fact is that they don't tell them that. They right. keep yeah. that stuff all hidden. Of course. Yeah. yeah. And they didn't, I mean, yeah. I mean, especially back then, it wasn't out. Right. That information wasn't like publicly available like it is yeah. now, like now that it's out and known, but. The storytelling in this obviously was meant to be a slightly propaganda 
propagandist propagandist mm-hmm. I don't know how to say that in a different way than other than it was propaganda. Um, but it it wasn't overt right. propaganda, I guess is more my point. Um, but he really was an unlikable main character for most of the movie. I mean, we had a brief discussion like when his when his wife had her traumatic event, because obviously mm-hmm. being pregnant and having a child almost die is super traumatic and finding some sort of like solace or meaning in faith. Like, I totally understand that. She was super vulnerable and and that's what happened. And it makes sense to me. And the fact that it didn't make sense to him is crazy. Yeah. And that he was such a fucking dick about it. Right. Mm. That, yeah. And, and so irritating. They did so bad storytelling again with this movie because, like, they didn't do a very good job of like a before and after with her to make it seem like obvious how she's different. You know, like he right. was complaining about like her being I've, different. Yeah. That she's different now. This isn't the wife I knew and everything. Right. But like, how? Yeah. In what way is she different? Really? I thought it was because she went from being an atheist to being a Christian. Yeah, but that was enough. In but what, what about way, her? Was she different? What about her behavior is it, different to make you feel like to me though, that's central values. Like there, he's just saying, I, I wouldn't have married a Christian. Yeah. And that's not how, and if that's how he's talking, right. if that's what he meant, then yeah, but he's not an atheist then. Like that's ah. not, that doesn't make any fucking sense from, from an atheist perspective. Okay. I don't think. I don't think and so. I think, yeah. Like hmm. you picked up on that too, where it's like, that doesn't make any sense where like, it would be one thing if all of a sudden now she was like a real bitch about it and was like, you have to go to the you church, church. You have to go okay. to church too, or you don't really love me or something like that. Like that's a behavioral difference. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you have standing to be upset about that, but he didn't have that. And I think intentionally, right. This right. is another time where they're making him the asshole because mm-hmm. he doesn't believe, you know, and, um, she, Other than what's changed is that she was reading from the Bible and going to church. And yeah. other than that, she seemed completely, but we didn't have a ton of her story. And they did, they did kind of purposefully at the beginning when the little girl asked about Jesus. Mm-hmm. Mom, hmm? who's Jesus? Jesus was a man, a great man. And you know, we've talked about God, right? You know how mommy and daddy read you stories at night? You know, the fairy tales that you like. So believing in God is kind of like that. It's really nice stories. But we are atheists. Atheists don't believe in God. Well, what do they believe? Uh, they believe in what's real, in what we can see, what we can touch. Like what? Oh, like this? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess I'm an atheist, too. (laughs) And when they went into their bedroom later, she was like, I thought we weren't going to force our beliefs on our child. that's right. And it was really like... Like, they've had that discussion previously where, like, just because they Uh, were atheists didn't mean they were going to force that mm -hmm. on their children. But it was clear to me from his character at the beginning that that was an intention of his is... To raise his children as atheists. atheists. Yeah, because the way he framed it, like, we're atheists. So, therefore, yeah. you, I've never heard you talk to Connor like that. I put Connor in a Christian daycare. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> is that what you, th- you think the most atheists don't care if they're. No. Okay. The, I think kids became. I think, I think, I think they if care you're an about asshole having, atheist, 
yeah. is the being the same as an asshole Christian. Right. Yeah. And if you're going to force your beliefs on somebody, you're going to do that whether you're an atheist or a Christian. I and think, that makes you an asshole either yeah. way. I think mm-hmm. you, what would have been important for you is that whatever Connor believed in, as long as he had the tools to think right. critically, right. To, to be able to assess what his beliefs are and everything. And that would be what you would want to equip your kid with. Right. It's not even about like, make you believe what I believe. It's just have the right tools to survive in life, yeah. you know? Kind of watches a shit ton of YouTube videos about Christianity. He actually yeah. knows way more than I do mm. about it. And eventually he'll find a, his solid belief. And I don't even know where he's at. I think currently he identifies as an atheist. Yeah, I wonder but. why he's interested in um, watching YouTube videos about Christianity. He like, likes, I wonder why that's he interesting. Likes to learn things. I think he's got an influence on that too. I mean, I watch videos ah. about Christianity. Why well, not? But you are obviously <laughs> interested in it. But I'm surprised yeah. that Connor is. But also, but, like, but if you think about maybe it, from as a psychology perspective, as a, as a kid, some of those yeah. stories are fucking nuts. Yeah, yeah. And how interesting is it to learn about Samson tying right. together three hundred foxes and setting <laughs> yeah. their tails on fire? You know. Yeah. So I mean, that that part to me makes sense. He does have a natural I mean he watches YouTube videos about a ton of stuff and he's always been into mythology yeah, and stuff yeah, like that. that's, that's true. true he was really into Greek yeah. mythology he was into like astronomy and and you know that kind of led him into like the Roman gods mm-hmm. and then the Greek gods and stuff like that so he's always yeah. been curious and into that sort of storytelling and that's true Christianity is not much different right actually it's a little more boring yeah <laughs> well, it's so picked over, yeah. you know, it's been so talked about for so right. long, you know, can we just give it a break with the <laughs> fucking Christianity for a minute? <laughs> but, but my, po- I guess my point was, is that like, if this is actually something is, if this is a true depiction of Lee mm-hmm. as he was going through this, like what a dick. And if, Finding Christianity made him into a nicer person, and I'm very happy for him. Yeah, like we and were, his wife and children. Like we were saying, if it, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully he's a better Christian than he was an atheist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. So, but also he made himself better looking than he is in real oh, life. Oh, dude, yeah, <laughs> it's true. Yeah. <laughs> Um, one of the things that kept coming back to me throughout watching it was just how pissed off I was. And I just kind of noticed it about myself, like the anger I had. And I was like, what the fuck is up with this anger? Why am I feeling so angry about it? And I realized it's because it's a waste of time. Like Mm. the whole, the movie is just a waste of time. I was Mm. really... I was also, really hoping, like, I I go into this stuff not th- thinking, like, mm-hmm. not, despite what my mom was saying to me throughout the movie, rudely, that <laughs> that I was, like, somehow going into this believing that I was right. Close-minded. And, that yeah, you're close-minded. That I was close-minded yeah. about it. Um, yeah, I'm, I really want to see some good, you do I at, believe least, that. at least, I can, I believe yeah, that. at least, at least genuine that. evidence. No, like, I believe that. And that's the thing is so much of this is like, I believe that it's easily refuted. So much of this stuff is easily refuted. It's mm. bringing all the wrong questions. Mm. It's not asking. It's just a waste of time. And I think that's mm. kind of like what fatigues me a lot about doing the show when it comes to reading the Bible and stuff like that is it's gotten to the point now where like, there's no question to me whatsoever about the validity of the Bible. Like there wasn't really when I started 
but like I hadn't gone through the Bible in a long time, you know? And now it's like we've talked about all 50 million different ways mm-hmm. that the Bible's not accurate. It's not, yeah. it's clearly a propaganda piece. We can tie it back to certain political groups within right. Judaism at certain times who are vying for these. Uh, these things that they were trying to get done in their culture. So therefore they wrote it like this and it's like, okay, so what is there to argue about about this? You've listened a lot to Bart Erdman, right? But how much have you studied a New Testament scholar who you'd really respect that was a Christian? Listen to his, that person, his or her, their reasoning and see if that's worth the argument more. Do you yeah. see what I'm saying? I mean, if it was, then they would have they would have written that book. You know, maybe they have. I mean, if they have, then nobody's oh. given it to me. <laughs> you mean they would have written a book yeah. like The Case for Christ? Yeah, that, that actually made sense. Like that's the thing okay. is like it's if there was a winning argument to yeah. it, it would rise to the top. There would be like there's no hiding that. Yeah. You know, like Christians would make sure. Everyone heard it. I don't know yeah. about that. I think if there was something to definitively prove the amount that they put out that like they know where the, the Ark of the Covenant or the Ark of the, the, the Noah, Noah's, Noah's Ark, Ark is. Yeah. The Ark. So, yeah. yeah. But also there's the other one. <laughs> the Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you know, like they say they know where that is and all that kind of stuff. Like, you know, they try and make it yeah. seem like they know that it's real yeah. and everything. If if there was actually evidence, real evidence that like mm-hmm. proved, here's a videotape of Jesus rising from the dead right. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. So really the question is like, why would a New Testament scholar go through the Bible yeah. and then still believe in God? Which would be a choice. And that's what Bart Erdman says. Yeah. That people, it's a choice. And yeah. that's, yeah. yeah. And that's totally, and that's fair. Yeah. Again. Uh, it's totally sure. And the nice thing about that is then, you know, it's not superior to anybody else's beliefs right. because you're just choosing to believe in it. And that was, yeah, that was the other thing that it was that made me go, oh, my gosh, I can't believe my that I believed my dad all those years or that it even like shook me when he would try to argue with me was when he said, but the witnesses, the faithful and discreet slave have done all this research. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, you don't even know that that research is lousy. You don't even right. know that it's not good. Yeah. He doesn't even know that it's not well done. Yeah. No um, recognition of propaganda when he's no. being fed it. Uh-uh. Uh, because he's not allowed to read. Yeah. He wouldn't even allow himself to read anything else that right. would counter it. Yeah. And so what even gave him the basis to think that it was well-documented or well-reasoned or that it was good research? Well, because it wasn't. Well, he wrote a paper about it when he, he was in high school. He wrote you know? a paper in high school. Yeah. About Darwinism. On Darwinism. Yeah. No, I, uh, I'm i assuming he wrote more papers. Back when Darwin was just getting never... to the Galapagos. Yeah. <laughs> right. <I didn't> even... <laughs> it was brand new yeah. when, when he was I didn't kid. even know that... Uh, Truly, I didn't even know that he knew how to write that yeah. well. <laughs> like, I was kind of surprised to even hear him use the phrase, I, the, I wrote a paper. Oh, yeah. I wrote a paper on evolution in high school, so I think that must prove that evolution is real. <laughs> uh, yeah. Because I also go. researched. And I think I have the paper And that's why Christians believe it now. Yeah. It's because of Lindsay's. <laughs> yeah. 
Paper. I'm pretty sure I still have that paper. Well, if you saved it, there might be copies of it. And then if somebody digs up a copy of well, it. Well, clearly I'm going to be a prophet of my time. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> In, of atheism. <laughs> correct. A prophet of atheism. <laughs> anyway. The ends of times are coming <laughs> at some point, naturally. <laughs> I, I got to make it my a point to find something that is better written than any of these. A better argument. I know. It doesn't even have to be better written. It could be. A, lecture, well, a better argument. A, yeah, better argument. Yeah. That's the thing that well, I've been looking for. it's not going to be anything for. that's made into a motion picture. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> yeah. Which is like, let's be honest. That's kind of why I was doing this. Like, it's an easy thing to, yeah. <laughs> to do for yeah. the, for the I th- holiday I special. think anything that's going to be like worth that will make a solid point is going to be so boring to most people that like, it's not going to be a Hollywood movie. They're not going to try and use it as like propaganda for conversion. Mm -hmm. It's going to be very dry, like a fucking research paper. It's not going to be some asshole journalist who decided because he couldn't prove that Jesus wasn't resurrected, that he's a Christian all of a sudden and ended up being a, preacher or pastor at a church. Okay, the, that bothers me too. Where the guy ended up getting me too two oh, yeah, years that, after this movie yeah, was made. It was a while to get to that, yeah. <laughs> but this is what bothers me about that, that Lee Strobel in 1980 was an atheist, mm-hmm. became a Christian, and in 1987, he was a pastor at Willow Creek. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. You don't, you're not supposed to... You're not supposed to make well, somebody a pastor in that little teeny length of time. Jill, he's, right. he's a success story. Well, though. also, he's a man. He also, a, he's got a penis. He was yeah. a known hardcore atheist who became a Christian. That's a success story to throw in front of everybody. That makes money. And he was a Chicago Tribune reporter that was well known. That yep. would have was. Yeah. And then they, would, they canceled him because of Jesus. Yeah. And also because so that's why. And he was a man. So he was a man who was an atheist who they were like and he that's the church he went to, right? But I went that's to the church school. his wife went to. I went to school the length of time that it took him to become a pastor at yeah. the one of the biggest churches in the world. Yeah. Yeah. I went to, and I couldn't get hired. Yeah. No. Well, you're a lady. I know. And also it's... you you weren't an atheist. <laughs> I'm telling you, it hundred percent is image. Had the, to be. The fact yeah. that it had to be. The it's fact the that he went from such a hardcore atheism, mm-hmm. supposedly, to being like super mm-hmm. Christian is kind of a big deal. Yeah. You don't, he, I mean, Christians love to talk about the atheists that become Christians, but like it honestly doesn't happen that often. I bet. I bet. I think it does. If, oh, no, if, I bet you're right. If you had converted me into Christianity mm-hmm. after becoming a pastor, you could have gotten a job. Ooh, good point. Instead yeah. of you could Actually, me. Josh probably yeah. would have gotten a job. Yeah. <laughs> Let's oh, be yeah, honest. he would have yeah. got hired faster. Josh would have got hired faster because he's a better Can speaker. Can we hire my he's mom? Got a and... story. <laughs> no, no. She's the one that went to school, you know. We oh, Education who, is not a school. thing we value yeah. here. No. <laughs> Except that we were really glad that she paid her tuition. Because yeah. <laughs> I kind of think that that's part of that was why the they thing. encouraged me to get into ministry because I yeah. happened to go to a West. Or, sorry, I'm going to say or not. Wesleyan? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's. University? Yeah. Yeah. Odd that a Wesleyan church wanted me to go to a Wesleyan University. And right. They're all crazy. Tied together. Yeah. Crazy. Scam. Anyway, didn't see case that case for coming. Christ. Yay, nay, thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs uh, in the middle, better, thumbs up okay. your ass. <laughs> thumbs up your ass. Um, 
better as far as like better acting and a little bit better done than the all the God's Not Dead movies. Oh, that's yeah. for sure. This a lot is more actually watchable. like a Hollywood movie. Yeah. I do want to state though how completely angry you were at God's Not Dead. Oh, yeah. I, I was so surprised. I was so taken back. It was racist. Just to tell your audience. Yeah. yeah. That, um, but I love the point you made. I mean, especially in later years when I look back on it, that what bothered you so much was seeing that youth group sitting mm. in front of us. Yeah. Um, it was a line of like 10, 12 kids or whatever that were in a youth group. And you go, all they're doing is indoctrinating them. Yeah. As like the the Islamic dad is yes. beating his daughter yeah. and stuff like that because she was listening to a Christian podcast or or something like that. Christian and Christian. yeah, and it was like that fucking Christians beat their kids too. Oh yeah. And it was like and it was very much uh If uh, you spare the rod, Josh. Yeah. You spoil the child. Yeah. It was very <laughs> much like them putting out propaganda that yep. that and then all Muslim the atheists were rude. Remember? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Always. Atheists are such pretentious assholes. Right. All the time. Yeah. Fuck you, Josh. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because Christians are always a fucking joy. Yes. Not pretentious at all. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Never. Anyway. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Christmas. And they all All lived lived merrily ever after. Thank you so much for checking out our podcast. Help us grow the audience by sharing us with your friends or giving us a share on social media. And we love hearing from you. You can reach out on our website at bsfa.cc. At least he's a good writer, by the way. If you ever yes, Lewis. read, I've read The Lion, the Witch, and the oh, Wardrobe. Okay, yeah, good, yeah, yeah. Good, good. yeah. yeah. I know but, Aslan's supposed to be God. Jesus. Jesus. Oh, is it let's, Jesus? Let's be specific. Whatever. All right. Not the Holy Spirit. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the one wind. Of the beavers. <laughs> that's one of the beavers. I like that one better. <laughs> Chickity China, the Chinese chicken. You have a drumstick and your brain starts ticking. Watching next files with no lights on. You don't let maze on. I have spoken man's on this one. Kerosene for you getting frantic. The singer tantric. The snickers guaranteed to satisfy. The Kurosawa I make mad films. Okay, I don't make films, but if I did, they'd have a samurai. Taking on the next wing. The boom anime babes that make me think the wrong thing. I yeah, I think it's funny when you're mad, trying so hard not to. Smile, though I feel bad. I'm the kind of guy who laughs at a funeral. Can't understand what I mean. You soon will. It's been one, one week. week it's one week. <laughs>